Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joy Leah, and welcome to my show, Backstage with Joy Leah. I don't know why I keep saying at Joy Leah, but I gotta get that together. But <laughs> welcome to my show, Backstage with Joy Leah. Today we have a wonderful guest that's gonna be on the show talking about his nonprofit, Mr. Robert Lindsay. <laughs> so sit back, relax. And enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. It's Joy Leah, and welcome to my show, Backstage with at Joy Leah. Again, we do have a special guest today, Mr. Robert Lindsay. He has a nonprofit called Reach Black Coalition, and he's going to talk about his nonprofit, and we're going to have a conversation today about voting and getting out to vote. So let's get started. Hey, Robert, how you doing today? Hey, Joy, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for having me today. How are you? I am good. I'm good. So, Robert, what you got going on? So, Joe, I'm actually here today um, to speak with you and uh, whomever we can reach uh, about my coalition and, and what we're here uh, to do. Um, just to give you guys a little background about myself, my name is Robert Lindsay. Uh, I am the Vice President of Communications and Business Development for Reach by Coalition. Um, my brother is Stephen Andre Lindsay, who's actually the president of the organization, and he and I um, started this organization, organization uh, actually just this year, um, July the 25th of 2020, um, because of a number of different things. You know, we grew up on the west side of Chicago, and uh, the parents that we had were absolutely instrumental in education and, um, you know, delivering opportunities and uh, as well as teaching us about, you know, the black community and, and what it means to be a part of that community. So, um, you know, my brother and I put this together for that purpose. Okay. And not to bring this up, but being from Chicago, hey, shot town in the house. <laughs> um, thinking about that name, Black Coalition, it reminds me of Jesse Jackson and his Rainbow Coalition on the south side of Chicago. So that name, that word is, you know, very profound in the black community, especially in Chicago. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So, like I said, I grew up on the west side of Chicago, and uh, growing up on the west side of Chicago, of course, we faced a lot of different things being a young black man, um, not just the west side of Chicago, but any inner city, um, mid-level, uh, you know, black communities, you face different uh, challenges um, as a young black man. And I have to say that those things have molded me in good ways as well as in some ways that are challenging, you know. Um, some great ways because uh, above anything else, I'm able to fight through uh, and make transition and still achieve. Uh, and that's what part of what this organization is about and part of the reason that me and my brother put it together because we want to be uh, a catalyst for uh, those people that are in those communities that we come from um, and try to provide knowledge and assistance in order to uh, promote growth and professional and, you know, 
personal growth. Okay, so with your nonprofit, who are you actually, um, you know, trying to reach? What is your niche market, I would say? Well, understanding that, you know, our, I should say our... Focus. <laughs> our business statement basically says that we're out here to, to facilitate, you know, the socioeconomic enrichment and educational opportunities and political engagement to impact the black community. So literally, we want to be an impactful organization. We don't want to be one of these organizations who exist solely for the purpose of getting grants. Gotcha. Uh, We're not here to be uh, an organization who's here for the purpose of solely um, just having a name behind ourselves and making money. I mean, that's not our thing. We are literally here to enrich the lives of our people and provide some opportunities and knowledge to our people uh, but then also make sure that we are a sounding board for our people, you know, and a place where people could come and get knowledge. So uh, when I say that specifically, uh, I mean like social media is something that's new um, and fantastic to our world. You know, when I was coming up, there was no social media. There wasn't even a cell phone. And then when they did kind of come out, they were huge. I don't know if you Right. That. Yeah. Um, but now there are so many different avenues for information. And what we want to be is we want to be a place, uh, an information hub as well, um, so that if you're looking for information and you need to know how to get grants for school and you need someone to speak with about those things, we want you to be able to come to our page and find that actual information as well as historic information uh, about what, who we are, you know, where we came from and who we are today, today in this current society, you know, what made us this way. So. A lot of things going on. Okay. And um, this is just off the wall. Are, is your focus in Atlanta, Chicago? What What is is it all inner cities? Well, actually, um, our focus is one that we consider uh, ultimately to be a global focus, right? Because okay. we are everywhere. We are everywhere, literally. We, we are. Um, <laughs> you know, so with that said, um, understand that we just started a few months ago. Um, initially, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna do most of our things here, but we also have uh, a couple of co-founders who are out in Florida, um, and we have some family who are also participants out in Texas. Um, of course, family in Chicago. So we're not looking to do these things just in one place. Of course, uh, we're brand new to this, uh, but we're doing our best to focus at this point on the vote, right? Right. Getting people out to vote, and then also being able to um, support those people while they're out there. So just to give an idea, I may just be talking too much if I am stopping. No. Um, Tell us more. (laughs) We want to know. The people need to know. (laughs) Right. So just to give you an idea, one of our initiatives uh, that we're working towards right now um, as it relates to voting, uh, number one thing that we wanted to do and that we're still uh, fighting with um, different social media um, platforms about is being able to get more consistent voting information out, and I mean like blasting uh, that information out to people and high numbers. It's something that we're willing to pay for, but some of these social media organizations, although we've provided all the documentation, they're not willing to give us this opportunity, and it's been a, it's been a struggle. We've been fighting literally for a month and a half, although we have all the documentation. I don't know what that's about, but, you know, it's always a little challenging for us, but we'll keep fighting until they just say no, right? Right, right. That 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 I I was told all they could tell you is no, you know. That's it. <laughs> but you got to ask first. <laughs> that's it. And then, you know, uh, that's my 
my parents always said, don't let, don't stop yourself. You know, you right. have to make somebody else stop you. And then even, even with that, you, you find another way. So, right. Um, nothing is impossible. And, um, with this organization, we feel like we can, we can reach a lot of people, um, in our neighborhoods. And, um, I'm not saying that I'm excluding anybody, but what directly affects me, um, are the people that look like me and the people that are in those neighborhood, neighborhoods suffering, um, you know, I'm just trying to find a way to help them out. Okay. Well, I mean, it looks like you guys are off to a great start with what you're trying to do and what you're trying to um, commi- um, contribute to the community. Um, do you have any sponsors or affiliates that you guys are currently affiliated with right now? So, actually, we don't. Um, we're still in the stages of, you know, all the legal ease that goes along with it. Um, but what we're able to do, I mean, but what our focus will be absolutely is to partner with other organizations, larger organizations, more established organizations, and organizations not just partner with them, but um, as we have discussions in our in our meetings, um, you know, we want to partner with like-minded organizations. Um, we want to make sure that we're partnering with organizations who are looking to be in the forefront. You know, um, every once in a while, you know, when I sit down and I speak with my peers, not speaking of uh, people that I work with, but, you know, the people that um, I trust, people in my circle, you know, family, friends, all those people, you know, every once in a while you have conversations with people and um, we talk about these things, but we don't act on them. Um, and I just want us to act on these things and be more consistent with our efforts going forward. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm a lost in that one. <laughs> well, I mean, the question, you know, was about sponsorship, and you guys are, you know, in the beginning stages, so you that's what you guys are focused on trying to do. And um, it's not like the main thing that you, you know, like you said, everybody that opens up a nonprofit, that is one of the main things they want to do is find some sponsorship. We need money from here. I mean, you do. But there's a lot of other ways that you can still help the community, and money is not necessarily everything that's involved. Absolutely. I mean, even with that, like, um, so it was partnerships. So you were asking me about the partnerships, and I apologize for getting off, off kilter there and going somewhere else. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, like I said, we just want to partner with uh, like-minded organizations, and we'll pursue those out. Excuse me, those avenues a little later down the road because we are really, really focused on this vote thing at this point, right? Um, and, and trying to make sure that we can hit as many people as possible with you know the social media platforms that we've put together. Um, not a lot, but um, you know we, we're we're in the beginning stages, but we want to hit them as much as we can, and we're even having our family, you know, speak to their family or to their friends, you know, and, and other family members about this organization and what we're trying to accomplish. Um, we will be uh, at a polling place here in Georgia uh, handing out waters um, to people who are in line. Um, we will even also have a few uh, of those folding chairs that we'll give out to people uh, for the, you know, the older people who are tired of standing, you know, because sometimes end up, people end up leaving. Uh, right, because the lines are too long. Right, the lines too long, and then some. Some of our um, seniors can't stand up as long as you know they need to in order to uh, make it to the front. So, um, what we've done is actually we haven't been able to raise any money because of these um, these other organizations who have to approve us in order to raise money. Right, uh, they're dragging their feet. But what we've done 
uh, with our founders is we've actually put money, uh, we've been able to open our bank account, which is crazy. We're able to open a bank account literally as a legitimate organization, but social platforms uh, are having a problem saying they're having a problem verifying us. So wow. that makes no sense to me. I think that what they're, it almost makes me feel as if they're trying to not allow us to do this. Right, right. Uh, another way of holding us down. Um, so um, we want to be able to raise money. We have a lot of people who are behind us. But at this point, what we decided to do um, was, you know, the founders put in money. Um, we were able to open that bank account. And what we'll do is we'll utilize the funds that we put in to purchase um, bottled waters, you know, the chairs. Um, and like I said, we're not going to have chairs for everybody, but we're going to purchase some of those folding chairs uh, that you can put in a little backpack, you know, yeah. and have with you. Um, and then we're also going to be giving out some trinkets, you know, some stuff uh, with our information. Logo and stuff. Well, yeah, that's good because that people doesn't, don't realize word of mouth and doing stuff like that is actually one of the best ways to get your name out there, raise money, and get more people involved. You can easily go and get a grant writer to go and fill out all these grants, but either way, there's going to have to be some type of investment in your nonprofit. One thing I noticed about nonprofits, or some people that I know that have nonprofits, they're pressed to make a profit. And it's like, (laughs) it's not about that. It is not a business. If you wanted a business, you should have got an LLC or an Inc. But, I mean, with most nonprofits and how you guys are starting, you know, just like churches and stuff, the money comes. You know, when you give, it comes back. You know, give. it's in the Bible. Give and I give it back to you. (laughs) That's just how it goes. And I think another thing with, you know, and speaking to the give and give back thing, you know, uh, we're here to be to serve, you know, um, not to get into religion and things like that, but, you know, I want to be a server in this in this world uh, until I die. You know, I want to be someone who's here to provide for others. Uh, when I benefit from something, others should be able to benefit from that, not just selfishly uh, hold everything for me, knowledge, uh, opportunity, whatever it may be. Um, we are here to serve and support each other, and that's what we're looking to do yes. as an organization. Have a subservient heart. I like that. (laughs) So where do you see your organization in the next five to ten years? What do you see? So ultimately, within the next five to ten years, we want to be looked at as one of the premier organizations when it comes to um, obtaining black knowledge. Um, Not just about black knowledge, but if you need information about, you know, um, financial freedom, um, training, um, you know, history. Um, you know, we want to also also work on um, combating against the brutality that's going on in this country. I will not leave that out because that is all absolutely one of the reasons that we started this. Um, because we also want to, you know, be able to work on the ju- judicial system, but also educate our people on what it takes so that we don't always have these situations. I shouldn't say that it would never. I'm not saying that it will ever all go all the way away. But what I'm saying is we need to vote at all levels right? so that we know who, are those, who those people are that's representing us. Um, you know, I want to say if I've if and when I've ever gone to court, it has never been a man that looked like me that, that punished me. Um, True. But, what I'm, but and I, what I'm, I say that to say this, I want to be able to see 
some of our young black sisters and young black brothers reach those plateaus, right? Right. I want those people, I want those young kids to, to be the boss and, prosecutor. And, and, yeah, run for office and let me vote you in, right? I want to be uh, a vessel of knowledge for those people who don't understand. You know, most, so often what we do is we get encompassed in this presidential election thing. Just that. Just um, the presidential. Right. Just that. Not understanding that that presidential election, although he sits up there in that tower, that doesn't rarely does it trickle down to us. You know, it's those local elections and those local judges and those local parking ticket stuff. Those are the ones, you know, in the next two years, those are the ones that matter that we don't go to vote about. So I'm glad you did bring that up because. Those are very much important and, you know, not to cut you off, but they are very important. And I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I used to work with my stepfather. He was real big into politics and um, he used to work with like governors and mayors. And he was like a mayor spokesperson. His boat says spokesperson on it because he think he's somebody important. You know, the y'all Chicago people. Anyways, um, he used to emphasize how important your local judicial system is that was i mean he would get pulled over and know the police officer right it's something about being a face in the community and knowing every person behind these positions in the community that can get you places that or get you things that you never thought that you you know you can get. Like you in Chicago, we got you know Chicago. You know it's a little crooked, but we got a lot of black people in politics in Chicago. And and to be in Atlanta, you would think it would be more like that, and it's just not. Right. right. Well, I think that um, they have some good people in place um, that are that look like us. Yeah. Um, but I think um, that we need to be more consistent in our efforts. Um, you know, I I think back to as I was growing up and, you know, from where we were back then and where we were today, honestly, I'm going to put it out there. I'm 50 years old. Right? <laughs> I, was born, <laughs> I was born in 1970. Wow. So when I was a kid, think the stuff that was happening in the 60s was still happening in the 70s. Okay. Still being spoke about in the 70s as I was a kid growing up. So, you know, those things have affected it. I don't know, Joy. I just, I don't need to get on my soapbox. I just. <laughs> no, get on your soapbox. This is what the conversation is for. But, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, because at that time, it's nothing like what we got going on right now. I mean, I can imagine, um, like you said, the stuff that spilled over from the 60s to the 70s. I mean, y'all just was dealing with, at that time, Martin Luther King dying. So a lot of people was still, you know. Dealing with that stuff and affected with that. And, I mean, we just got the seat to the table. You're not lying. I mean, it's 50 years ago. Even though right. you probably didn't deal with it as much as our parents' generation, we right. still dealing with it today. Right. But And, and with that said, I think that what happened was after our real leaders were killed by them, uh, some of us dropped the ball. Right. I'm going to be honest. And what I mean by that was we let it go, you know. Um, and then what started to happen was some of us started to get those get some college educations, 
and we started making money and, and forgot uh, and forgot about it right yeah um, thought that it was over because i made it but what that is is selfish you know there's a lot of people back there that didn't make it out who want to make it but it's selfish now that you live in the tower you're not willing to you're not looking to do anything wow for those people back in a place you know I, i'm in that age group i don't absolve my, myself of any responsibility i haven't always been active i've always felt a way i've always had conversations about it with my people but i've never acted on it right and that's the problem too many of us talk about it but we're not about it right, right. um and this is the reason that we're doing this you know i, I think back joy to um chicago early chicago and i know you remember harold washington yeah. First black mayor. Yeah. Uh, who all of a sudden died. Yeah. Uh, uh, reasons they still don't know. Just all of a sudden he died, you know. Um, like you said, Chicago has been progressive. Uh, we voted a black man in. But then after they killed him, what happened to the city again? I mean, we had, I don't think we've had this, this, the lady was the first black president. I mean, president. But American. yeah, because we had daily for years. I mean, daily right. was running Chicago about thirty years, man. Right. Faces back there. We have the right faces back there. We can understand why this happened that way, you know, because and they can relate more to us. Absolutely, and that's the thing about it, you know, it's just having somebody there that's relatable. Too often, even in these large corporations, there's nobody that I'm reporting to that looks like me. You know what I mean? So when I have a situation, you can't relate to me. Right. You don't understand where I came from, and you don't understand how my mind works. And I don't, I don't propose that I understand them either. But I, I bet you I'm a better, better understander of people and what people need and what it takes to be just a, a good person in this world than they than them. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Well, actually, I hate to say it, but it just clicked in my head. I get the name now. Reach Black Coalition, because you're trying to reach the Black <laughs> Coalition. <laughs> when you just explained all that, and now you're reaching back, you're reaching <laughs> the Black Coalition. So it all does go hand in hand with what you're trying to do. You're trying to reach Blacks everywhere, you know. And, I mean, a simple name, but it, it's really to the point. So what we're going to do now, we're going to just go ahead and take just a little simple break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to get into this conversation about voting because, um, you know, we got these presidential debates about to go on. It's about to get really hot. And, I mean, we're uh, uh, not even a few. We're just weeks away from who this new president is going to be. So I want to get some more insight from you and what you think is going to happen. So let's just take this break right here and we will go from there.
right, y'all, we are back. Just a quick break there. Wanted to clear my throat. <laughs> so, we got this election coming up. And it's about to get so real in the field. But like you said, a lot of the times with the elections coming up, a lot of this stuff doesn't really triculate down to the simple black person. So, I want to know from you, Robert, how important, you know, is this election? How Im- Let me know. What, do you, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, so this, uh, this election is absolutely the most important election in my lifetime. And like I said, I've been in for 50 years. Uh, the reason I say that, uh, you know, the Barack Obama uh, election was important to us um, for a number of different reasons. But right now, I feel like this is a life-threatening time. Um, right. I think that we as a country um, and in this situation, all of us, and I'm not just talking about my people, but all of us uh, need to recognize what's going on. Never has this man uh, been quiet or afraid to say what's on his mind. Uh, never has it been a time in which he's felt shy about letting us all know what he honestly feels. Um, you know, he's the most selfish person that I've ever seen in a, in a position of power. And he's a, a perfect description of what I consider, uh, as it, as you relate to the, the phrase, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Uh, this man is displaying that. So with that said, I think that this is absolutely the most important, uh, election of our lifetime. Of my lifetime. Yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And I mean, you you made a good point there when you said Barack Obama's um, election was important as well for so many other different reasons. But you know, it was more like a support thing going on, and you know, first black president and history being made. It was more um, accolades and wonderfulness coming after. that situation but with this situation it could be doomsday is basically sound like what you're saying it could be the end times for us so what should people be doing right now what do you think people should be doing to get ready for this upcoming election oh yeah so excuse me for a moment i had to clear my throat as well (laughs) Uh, but i think that people need to mobilize i think that um you know, as an organization, what we're doing is we're trying to get the information out. Everybody's on social media every day, all day. I don't care who you are. Unless you're older and, you know, you just don't want to do it. You don't know how to text, you know. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all you do. Um, you know, text and talk on the phone, right? Um, but <clears throat> I think people need to mobilize at this point. Um, I consider my organization an impact organization. We're not just going to be an organization that's stuck on any particular focuses as we go. Um throughout our tenure uh, as, a, as a corporation. Uh, but as voting goes, we need to mobilize. We need everybody to get up. You know, if you have a mother, a aunt, a, a grandmother, uh, a cousin, someone who can't get to, to the polls, you need to, you know, pick them up. You know? If in right. fact, uh, you know, you need gas money to get to the polls. Um, we're looking to do things like that as well, you know, to extend some funds out to people if they need gas. That's to good. Uber. Um, right. If we need to Uber you there, we're looking to be able to raise money to do things like that, like that right? So I think... Uh, you trying to reach point, reach all the black people to get out there and, 
I heard that. That's good. And then while they're there, we're trying to support them, right? We want to make sure that we're there at the polls from, you know, early in the morning um, until the lines die out because we want to be there supporting people and making sure that they're uh, being given their opportunity to put their best foot forward um, and and vote for who they want to vote for. And then also, I wish that I I could be more instrumental and I wish we could have started earlier because I wish I could have been more instrumental and you know, getting a lot of knowledge out there to our people about in voting at all levels and how important right. it is because a lot of times you get in there and you see all these different names and you're like, I don't know. But you don't know them, right. Right, but you, you choose somebody. Well, that's true, thing, that's true. Right, and the next thing you know, you end up getting somebody who's against everything that you were ever <laughs> And Because you did not do the research but you know what with you saying that that's one reason why i promote personally the absentee ballot or to vote by mail and i'm not saying everybody needs to do this to each his own if you want to stand in line and go out there get that sticker more power to you i don't see nothing wrong with it me personally i'm a mother of two i'm very very busy and I have a lot going on. I like to get my information in the mail. I like to sit down in right. front of my computer. I like to Google each candidate. I like to see right. what they stand for. I like to see what they look like. I would like to see what their family look like. And then I can go and it take me a week to do my ballot sheet. But one thing about voting by mail, it's not like voting... At the polls, there's a lot of steps that have to be taken to do that. It's, you have to, you know, make sure that information is in the system ahead of time. They send it to you two or three times. You got to make sure you're filling it out. You know, they, they want to make sure it's you. But I'm a promoter on that because it does give you time to research. If you're not going to go and research beforehand, which I think you should do, but if you don't have time to do it, do an absentee ballot. I even have some of my family members doing that because once they saw me doing it, sitting in front of a computer doing it, they like, oh, I never thought you could do that. Well, you can. With all these technologies going on right now, there should be an app on our phone where we should we can sit and pick who we want to vote. We already doing face ID. They know it's me. We already doing finger ID. They know it's me. So... Well, all this technology we got, we still standing in line, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. And, I mean, at least they are trying with the, you know, voting by mail. But, I mean, in the next 10 to 15 years when my daughters get to voting, I expect way better situation, you know, way better circumstances when it comes to voting. Because we have too much technology than to still be not getting your vote in because you have to stand in line, you know? Or because, you you know, and when you get there, you don't know who everybody is because you didn't have time to do the research because you're working. You got a lot going on. (laughs) Right. absolutely (laughs) right, Joy. We have too much technology for us to be facing these type of issues as it relates to voting. Um, You there? Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) I'm I'm just mad. I done got fired up over here to sat here quiet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, you are you are right. We have too much technology for us to be still having issues with voting. I do like your idea about the absentee ballot just because of the fact that it does give you an opportunity to do research. 
uh, prior to sending your ballot in versus you just going in and just picking somebody for the sake of picking somebody. Because you got to you know? pick somebody. <laughs> right, you got to pick somebody, but then you get home and don't realize what devil you didn't pick. That's the problem. <laughs> and you don't even remember the name. You just picked them because yeah. it looked like a name that you... <laughs> Ooh, that look, that look like that look like my cousin's name. And then it mess around and be... Willie Wonka, you you. Right, right. You're trying to do a name match. That. It does not. I've learned it to work. That is hilarious. Another thing, uh, you know, as you were talking about the vote joy and down down the line, you're absolutely right that when we get these messages, when I get these text messages during vote time, just like right now, that message says, "Hey, Robert." I'm so-and-so. And I'm like, I, you don't know who that is. They're talking to you about voting, though. How do you know who I am? Right? Yeah. So, you're exactly right. They know absolutely who we are. They have our cell phone information and, and uh, databases to link us. You're right. I mean, you just gave me a, a fantastic talk. And you probably should talk to some of my sisters and brother uh, tech people about creating an app that can be approved for voting. That would be great, especially if a black man could come up with something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know some people, um, talk to them about coming up with a with a secure method of voting uh, online. And like you said, it could be an app that only comes out during the voting period, right? Right. And then after that, the app is dead. But it's absolutely possible, but there's a reason that they don't want us to do it that way either. Yeah, so, it could be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, I mean, because it's been like this... That ballot, even when you in high school and stuff like that, they do it still that particular way. But I'm sorry, there still is a way that you can easily pick A, B, or C online. I mean, it, it just with how society is. But you know, to each his own. So I want to know. I just got a couple more questions. I'm not going to keep you too much longer. But I want to know what do you feel the outcome of this election will be? What do you predict? Uh, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> and I'm just being honest with you. I'm hoping and praying that um, Biden and, and um, Harris can pull it out. Uh, because if they don't, I just don't see how this world could. could you know, when you have someone who is, I mean, it's almost like. Uh, an abusive relationship, yeah. you know, and, and I'm just serious. We have this guy who's in power, who's constantly abusing everybody. A verbal abuse. abusive relationship, because yeah. you know those are the worst. Right? <laughs> They're the worst. And then you mean to tell me that we can't get out of this relationship? And and said <laughs> and tickle me when he said, and we gonna make sure this voting is right this time. Because if it ain't right, and then I don't win, we going back and count it again. I said, I said that sound like my daddy. That sound like somebody. I, like you, you running this shit like it's your house. Like no. Oh, when he said we'll talk about the stimulus after I get voted in. I, Yo, this man, it, he knows somebody in my family because that is something like my cousin would do. I give you gas money after I get back from out of town. Like it's like, what is? <laughs> and this ain't your money. Like <laughs> it's not his money. That's right, exactly right. So that's what I'm saying. When you ask me about, you know, if he, you know, about the election and 
if he gets in again, I just don't see a way that life can be comfortable. <laughs> I know, right? I hate to say it. I'm just serious. I feel like it's going to be, a, it's going to continue to be an uncomfortable situation for all involved. Yeah. He's not going to do anything about the judicial system. He doesn't care about uh, police brutality. He doesn't care about the economic and socioeconomic plight of the people in our neighborhoods. He doesn't care about us, you know? Um, he doesn't really care about a lot of the people that even look like him, to be honest with you. I was going to say, now look, I don't like any politicians, I'm going to just tell you this. But you're right when you say he is, I don't think it is, it's, it's, it's necessarily, oh, I don't like you, I don't like you, I don't like you. You're right. It's even people that look like him. If you don't got no money, you a problem. But, right, but you, there, I'm not going to say that the man doesn't care about everything because. Us HBCU people, y'all may not notice, but there was some government funding that opened up for the first time ever for HBCU funding, and it did have something to do with the Trump administration. But I'm not promoting that man. Don't don't get it twisted. Um, I'm promoting building us up. Period. That's all I'm promoting. But you just have to think about it more. Like, are you right for the house? For the whole relationship, like you said, there's people who beat up women and still buy them flowers. That don't mean that they're a good husband. <laughs> that don't mean that they're good for the economy. But um, but it's I don't think it has anything to do a lot with. Oh, I just don't like y'all because I know I know he ain't he, I, from what I've. Found that he don't like the Mexicans the most, you know what I'm saying? But it's just it's it's just poor. You're poor. You're poor. And and we don't need nobody in office who, because it's more poor than rich, you know? Right. Absolutely. And then the people, the middle class people, are the ones who support the country financially, right? Right. Right. But the middle class people aren't the people that he knows. But we're Uh, considered poor still, though. You got to remember that. To him, he's rich. Exactly. Uh, a lot of other presidents before him, such as like Clinton, Barack, they came from humble beings. The man was absolutely. was living in Queens, Jamaica estates. Some houses is yes. start at a million dollars. Okay, as a kid right. in the fifties. Okay, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> just goes to show you, like you, like we were talking about a little earlier, it's hard for people to relate when they don't have an idea of what you've been through and what it's actually like in the neighborhood, right? Right. I wonder if, in fact, this guy is ever going to uh, inner city neighborhood prior to this. That man ain't uh, been to the west side or to the icky <laughs> Robert Taylor home. He went straight to Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> he ain't even flying to Midway. That's too close to the city. He flew in the O'Hare. <laughs> Right. You know, he's not he's not driving through the city either, but that's what I'm saying. That's why it's hard that's why we have to pull people in who are like us and have an idea about what's going on in the inner city because otherwise our entire plight gets missed. Uh 
and it gets missed because we have somebody in these offices who have no idea of what the struggle is in the quote-unquote hood. Right. Um, but be it a middle-class hood uh, or, or, or a, a more struggling hood, a developing hood, whatever the case may be, he hasn't been outside of his uh, financial financially blessed bubble. Scope, I mean, no yeah. So, um, yeah, we need to vote. We just need to mobilize as a, as a race, as a people. Not just us, though. Everybody needs to get together and vote. And vote for what you want this country to look like. Right. I know that we don't want this country to continue to look like it is. I mean, look even with the handling of COVID-19. I mean, he handled it so, so bad that he got it himself. <laughs> How is that possible? I know, you right? Are you are sitting in a position... Exactly. Who you got around you with COVID that didn't get tested right. before they came in the White House? How is that possible? And then your vice president is the guy who runs the COVID task team. <laughs> and then you get to COVID. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it's all about this guy. Everything that he's doing, everything that he's saying is telling you who he is. Right. You know, when a right. tell you who he is, believe it. Believe you know, And you know, and he said that. The man said it. He, he and and he ain't lying. That's why I ain't mad. I ain't mad at Trump because Trump said, "Don't vote for me," and y'all still voted for him. Still voted for him. Still put him in there. So that's what I'm saying. Get out there and vote because now all of these people that voted for him, you got to see that it was a mistake. And if they don't, and if they don't, then it's an underlying situation that there's nothing that we could do to make them understand. Those type of people just got to die out. I learned. But right. um, and, and we have those people that are like that. They just will never understand. Yeah. So you know it is what it is. So I, I mean, you basically answered all my questions because I was gonna ask you if he won. Well, you know, I was gonna ask all that, but you've explained it all. And I mean, the importance of everything that you just basically explained is that you're trying to reach out to black people to help them understand what's going on, and. You know, even though it's the presidential election going on and it's the most important election of our lives, this is important. But the local system and just everyday life stuff that we're dealing with is just as important. Actually, it's more important because there's the they're the ones that we see when we go to court and they're the ones that we see when we actually have to pay these tickets and, um, you know, Whatever's going on, our taxes, local taxes and commission, and if you can come here downtown or if this is open, I mean, those are the people that we, and we need more people like us in those offices, not just in the inner cities. We need you guys in Duluth and in Alpharetta. We need you in these cops, especially Cobb County, Lord, they know they need you out there because... You yes. get there and you get the book sent on you. You could have a little yes. bit of anything on you, and then they want to give you life because right. you don't look like what they think you look like. But if it was right. li- it, little Billy getting probation, right? You're exactly right, and it wouldn't go on his record because they don't want to mess up his college opportunity. Exactly, right. they want they don't want to so, mess up his future. No, we just want right. to get you know. But little Devante. Right, right. We want to charge him as an adult, and he's fourteen. Right, exactly. So it, it's exactly. terrible how it is, but the ways to change it is to get more people like us involved, reaching out. Absolutely. And I, I like what you got going on. Like you said, 
You've been a part. There's a lot of people say it and they're not doing it. You and your brother have decided we're going to get out here and do it. We're going to give back. And, you know, doing stuff like this, I kid you not, you can do this for the rest of your life because giving back, you never get tired of doing that, you know? You're absolutely right, yeah. So, You're absolutely right. How can we get in contact with you and how can we get involved if we want to get in contact with Reaching Black Coalition and, um, you know, Robert Lindsay? Absolutely. So right now um, we do have a Facebook page. If you just went to Facebook and looked at um, Reach Black Coalition, our page will pop up uh, that we do have some information about voting at all levels. Um, We actually have a video there. Um, we do have a few cartoons about voting and, and the government system and how it works and things like that. We encourage, uh, you know, people to probably, you know, take a look at it. And then if you want to show some of that information to your children, because I think that it's good information. Um, like I said, ultimately, we will be considered the number one information hub as it relates to black information and black promotion and black enrichment and, and you know, educational opportunities, grants and, you know, for anything that you need in the black community, we're looking to be that information hub. So um, check out Reach Black Coalition on Facebook. Uh, follow us. Uh, there's a lot more to come. Um, like I said, we're in a stage in which we're getting approvals uh, at a lot of different levels to do a lot of different things. Uh, understanding that there's always a few extra hoops that we have to jump through in order to accomplish, accomplish them. But what we're going to do is we're going to keep on pushing forward. We're not going to stop and encourage our people, people that look like us, people who are you know downtrodden and, and struggling and trying to find a way. Stay encouraged, right? Right. Encourage each other. And keep pushing forward because this isn't over. This fight isn't over, and our first fight is on November third. Right, right, and you're right about that. We have to encourage each other, have each other back, and that's what's going to keep us moving and pressing forward. Just period. As a people, I just want to thank you so much, um, Robert, for taking the time out, being on my show to talk about your nonprofit organization, Reaching Black Coalition, talking about voting and everything that's going on in our society right now. You can always reach your girl at Joy Leah on IG. You can follow me on Facebook at Joy underscore Leah. And you can always send me an email at joyleahp at gmail.com. And um, if you ever want to send your girl a donation or just a little love offering, you can send it to my cash app at dollar sign Joy Leah P. So I want you guys to have a wonderful night. Make sure you get out there and vote on November 3rd. Your voice matters. And any last minute remarks or anything you want to say, Robert? I just want to say thank you so much for having me here representing Reach Black Coalition, Joy. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, again, I want to motivate my people to stay focused on the ultimate goal. We're going to win this fight. It begins on November 3rd. Vote, 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 vote. Your life does depend on it. All right. Well, I thank you so much for being on my show. And you guys have a wonderful night. And again, make sure you get out there and vote this year. All right. Have a good night. Thank you.